You are listening to Abide in Jesus, the podcast for women who want to experience Christ's healing touch in their lives. I'm your host, Carolyn Rice, and in this episode, we are going to be talking about the parable of the sower. Have you ever felt like you're watching other people receive their promises from God and you're just stuck in this cycle of not receiving? Hi, I'm Carolyn. This was inspired by day seven of my Bible study, Healing the Father Wound, and I'll leave a link in the description where you can find out more about it. Today, I'm going to talk about five things that could be stealing the word and your promise and how to get it back. I'm referencing Mark 4, 1 through 20 today, and I'm using the New King James Version. In Mark 4, 14, it says that the sower sows the word. So we see in this entire parable, Jesus is talking about the word of God. The number one thing that could be stealing the word is Satan himself. In verse four, Jesus talks about the seed sown by the wayside. It says, and it happened as he sowed that some seed fell by the wayside and the birds of the air came and devoured it. And in verse 15, Jesus explains what it is that devours the word in our lives. It says, And these are the ones by the wayside where the word is sown. When they hear, Satan comes immediately and takes away the word that was sown in their hearts. How does Satan steal that word? The biggest way he steals the word is through lies. John 8.44 says, When he speaks a lie, He speaks from his own resources, for he is a liar and the father of it. His first plan of action is to keep you from believing in Christ at all. But if he can't do that, he will continue to try and deceive you out of walking in the things God has for you. Some of the ways Satan can lie to you is through telling you that you're not good enough for God or that the word is for other people but not for you. He'll tell you that God will not fulfill his word to you, actually telling you that God is the liar. Have you ever had that happen where you hear a promise and you have this thought come into your mind, but yeah, but but that's not for you. For every lie that Satan feeds you, there is a truth in the word of God to combat it with. For example, If he brings lies to your mind that you're not good enough, the truth is in Ephesians 2, 8 through 9. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. Not of works, lest anyone should boast. And anywhere Satan brings lies that say God won't do what he says, Numbers 23, 19 says, God is not a man that he should lie nor a son of man, that he should repent. Has he said, and will he not do? Or has he spoken, and will he not make it good? Number two is trouble or persecution. Mark 4, 5 through 6 talks about the seed that fell on stony ground. It says, Some fell on stony ground, where it did not have much earth, and immediately it sprang up, because it had no depth of earth. But when the sun was up, it was scorched, and because it had no root, it withered away. And in verses 16 through 17, Jesus explains what the stony ground is. 
He says, these likewise are the ones sown on stony ground, who when they hear the word, they immediately receive it with gladness, and they have no root in themselves, and so endure only for a time. Afterward, when tribulation or persecution arises for the word's sake, immediately they stumble. We can accept Christ, believe in him, but then when something happens that we don't understand or we are persecuted in any way, we can fall away. Jesus also tells us how to overcome this. He says that they have no root. So to grow roots, we make a quality decision to continue to grow by reading the word and applying it to our lives. And when trouble or persecution comes, we run to the Lord instead of from him and let him carry us through the hard times, even when we don't understand. This is where we rely on the promises of God and choose to walk by faith and not by sight. Number three is the worries of this life. In Mark 4, 7, Jesus talks about the thorns. It says, And some seed fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded no crop. Jesus tells us what the thorns are. It says, Now these are the ones sown among thorns. They are the ones who hear the word, and the cares of this world, the deceitfulness of riches, and the desires for other things entering in choke the word, and it becomes unfruitful. The worries of this life can draw us away from the word and from our promises. There are times we can become so consumed by what's going on around us, the emotions, the difficulties, that we have a hard time trusting. So worry keeps us up at night. Worry becomes what we think about. And worry becomes why we do things. Worry is a thorn that chokes the word of God. So when you are worried about something, go to the word of God. Let the word of God guide you, guide your decisions, and give you wisdom so that you are not led by worry, but by the word. Number four is the deceitfulness of riches, another thorn. Like worry, if we let getting riches consume us, guide us, and become the reason we do things, it too can derail us off the path and choke the word from becoming fruitful in our lives. Another thorn Jesus mentions is the desire for other things. If we're not careful, we can let the desire for other things consume us so that we lose sight of the word, no longer putting the word first in our life. But Jesus tells us how to be good soil for the word. In Mark 4, 8, it says, But other seed fell on good ground and yielded a crop that sprang up, increased and produced, some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some a hundred. And Mark 4, 20 tells us how we can be good ground for the word. It says, But these are the ones sown on good ground. Those who hear the word, accept it, and bear fruit, some thirtyfold, some sixty, and some a hundred. When we hear the word, accept it, and apply it to our lives, we become good ground for the word. Now remember, when the farmer plants a seed, it doesn't come up overnight. It takes time to grow. 
You may not see changes overnight when you start putting the word first and applying it to your life. Galatians 6, 9 says, And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. So in summary, through this parable, Jesus is telling us how to become good ground for the word so that it becomes fruitful in us and in our lives. Some things we can do are to fight off the devil's lies with the truth of God's word. Become rooted in God's word by reading it on a regular basis and applying it to our lives. Walking by faith and not by sight when things get hard. And don't let the thorns of worry, the deceitfulness of riches, or the desire for other things come before our love of God or the word. And in doing so, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up.